Hey guys, welcome to another episode of We're All Adults Here podcast, where the barbershop meets the hair salon. I am the pretty thick witchy one. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Evie or Evie the Stacked on Instagram or Miss Stacked, like Lockhart calls me. And I'm sitting across from... From Lee, what up people? And we have a very, very, very fucking special guest in the building. Um, She just so happens to be my little sister, but... Uh-oh. People don't like when you um, introduce, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. She don't mind. I'm Do sure mind? she doesn't mind. You don't mind. No, I don't mind. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> She's taking a sip. <laughs> uh, we have Miss Business in the motherfucking building. What's what up? <laughs> um, very excited to just pick your brain today. We're gonna talk about some business shit. We're gonna talk about some. Uh, business shit as it pertains to women yes. and black women and young black women and then we're gonna get into some trash All right. because that's what this show is about <laughs> stirring the motherfucking pot uh, <laughs> getting under some people's skin some some listen let me tell you something <laughs> Y'all niggas is not ready for the shit that come out of her mouth. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, y'all really not. Like, yeah, I don't know. Her appearance so. is very unassuming. Right. She's a tiny thing, but boy. Yeah. <laughs> Letting these niggas have it on Instagram. <laughs> on her Instagram stories and shit, it's just very, like, matter-of-factly and just uh. very, like, to the point. She don't be playing. She got foot on next oh, shit. when it comes down to business and foot on next when it comes down to these niggas. As you should. So- <laughs> Just really Cheers. excited to, <laughs> to uh, kind of motivate some people, but um, that's what's or up. some girls they're gonna feel hella empowered at the end of this fucking episode. You know what, nigga, fuck you, cause Miss <laughs> Business said that I can wear the heels and stomp on your balls too. <laughs> she, she like that, okay? Yeah, she be giving these niggas fever. Uh, you see how I'm like very um, raunchy, yeah, but. To the point, she's the opposite mm. with her delivery, yeah. but it's the same message. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I have to follow you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh-huh. but anyway, um, we like to. We're gonna start off with icebreakers first, but we're gonna talk about um what our weeks were like because it's been a week since we recorded. Yeah. 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 Um, how's your week been? My week has been chill. Have you been um, lining up any um? <laughs> <laughs> Any tail? No. You've been, you been a little active today. Today we took our, our merch uh, photo shoot. It went really well. Okay. Um, shout out to Skylar and yeah, Tamaya yeah, yeah. for um, showing up for us and uh, modeling. It looked good. The merch looked good. And uh, But Ali was a little active today. What you mean? I've been active the past few days, even when oh. we did the conference call. Remember? You're right. Yeah, he was. So I've been clowning. You in a real good mood. Yeah. But when I mean active, I mean active with the bitches. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna put you on blast. No, I haven't been active at all. Okay. Um, It's it's been a month since I've been intimate. Oh. Speaking of, I haven't had sex in a month now. Mm, Feel me? So that's a big deal. But um, I guess. Whatever. I had blood work done on Tuesday. Okay. Everything came back good. Perfect. You know I'm glad I mean? you clean. Clean exactly. bill of health. Exactly. And the first thing a guy thinks thinks about once he finds out he's good. Is who he going to fuck? Who can I roll first? What? Who can I roll? It's a thought. That doesn't mean that you're going to do it. Who can I roll first? We just jump right out the window with the raw sex? You know I'm not a roarer. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not a raw Right. <laughs> okay. But the, the idea does cross your mind. You think about it. I'm human. You know what I right, mean? Right, 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 right. So with that being said, I was as I was looking through my phone, it made me think of a not a game, but something I want y'all to participate in real quick. Okay. So everybody who's listening. This is a surprise to me. Yeah, surprise to me too. <laughs> if you're single in here, I want you to pick up your phones. Abby, pick up your phone. Are you single? Yes. Can you pick up your phone, please? Capricia, Lieutenant Dan, can you pick up your phone, please? <laughs> if you're listening, pick up the phone. Okay. All right. Now go to your contact list. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to give y'all 30 seconds. I want y'all to scroll and tell me how many people in your con- in your contact list could you roll with confidence and not have to worry about catching an STD. Oh, I don't need to do that. What you mean? I don't need to do that to know that the answer is no. <laughs> not a one. Really? No. Okay. Raw? So you so you wouldn't trust any guys no. in your contact list. No. Okay. What about you? Can you you want you don't need to scroll? You already know. You know, I think it's more so you never know, right? You never know. You can never be too careful. It's more so is this the experience that I'm willing to engage with at the moment? True. And I can say yes and I can say no. But to say, like, is there someone in my phone that I absolutely know Yeah. without doubt that they don't have anything? I don't know. True. That's yeah. all I understand. What about you, Lieutenant Dan? I see you looking through your phone. <laughs> she looking through the phone. <laughs> uh, she's like, actually, I might have one in a possible. You got one? Yeah. All right, that's fair. For sure. All right. Okay. I don't trust none well, of these niggas. You got niggas. somebody, so. All right. You know. So you listeners, I hope y'all participated in that. And, um, yeah. I wonder f- what, 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 like, have you, did you come to a conclusion about that? No, I didn't go deep into it at all, because I know I ain't about to just go and roll anybody. Yeah, I know you. You be like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. You Unless know she I mean? shows you her results. No, I still don't be quick to go roll. No. Yeah? Uh-uh. Okay. Not at all. Because babies. No, not even babies. It's just, that's a, that's just deep. That's just a big thing. But, you know what I mean? It did cross my mind because I'm a guy. You know what I mean? I like to think about it. Once guys find out that we're good, we, we walk a little different. We talk a little different. Yeah, that's you know why I mean? you've been so, a little sprightful lately. <laughs> no, I, I was good weeks ago before that. Get out of here. No, no, you was like, you were in a really good mood the past couple of days or whatever, like joking. I was like, these I was joking on lit. you last week. You were. But it's yeah. good that you went. You know, that's one of the things that I always encourage my friends is mm-hmm. go every six months. Right. Especially if you're if you're active, even if you're even if you're married, because you can never be too sure about yourself, about your spouse, yes. or about your body in general, and right, just going right. to get checked. There's so many resources where you don't have to pay, and that peace of mind. It's everything. It's everything. It, it really is. is. Yeah. It yeah. really Big is. Up to you. I said this to my homeboy, and he said, "Damn, man, I can't even say my uh, I can't even say my wife would be somebody that I would even." Feel good going raw in right now. Well, that's a whole nother. They separated right now. Oh, okay. But I'm still, like, what? Still what? Mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deeper conversation. Got yeah, be like your wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, besides that, got a new phone finally. Finally. Oh Shut my god. Shut your face. Shut up. This nigga had the literal first iPhone ever created, <laughs> and he was it holding was the fuck 7. on to that. It he was. was oh, you was holding on to that. Which one you got now? The 11. Yeah, the 11. Yeah, cool. Whatever. No, I'm, I'm 
very fucking happy. Cool. Like, <laughs> I'm happy for you. Whatever. Call's not dropping. You don't sound like <laughs> you're on a speakerphone in another fucking planet. Yeah. Like, you know. It's, I sound like I'm running and I'm walking. Yeah. yeah like, I, I used to be like, I cannot hear you. The fuck? <laughs> like, I understand. I'm glad, though. Very pre- happy for you. I appreciate it. But, yeah, besides that, not too much work. Same yeah. old same. Um, like I say, no sex. Um, and I feel good about it. You know yeah. I mean? Is that intentional? For sure. Okay. It's always intentional. This nigga getting pussy thrown to him all the time. No question. <laughs> 20, 21 years, 19. Yeah, I'm 36. Yeah. Oh, you better stay the fuck away from that. For sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're so not bold. The, not the 19. They are so bold these days on Instagram. Yeah, stay away. Right, right. That's bad. Yeah, I think so. The fuck? Yeah. They they ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But um yeah, how was your your week? Um my week was okay. It was busy. Mm-hmm. Um as usual, I'm still dickless. Um <laughs> but you know, I did want to bring mm-hmm. up something that nobody I think Capricia's the only person who knows. I didn't even talk to Crystal about it yet because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Mm. Something really interesting happened to me yesterday. (laughs) I got dick thrown at me, and I sidestepped that shit. Why? Because, so the guy is fine. He's gorgeous. And I think I talked about him last time where I said, you know, I was conversing with with a guy. Well, you know, we converse, but it's always like kind of late at night or whatever the case is. So anyway, yesterday... Um, he texted me and was like, uh, something along the lines of he's trying to get his dick wet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now this whole time when I'm talking to him, I'm thinking he's trying to like date, like yeah, hang yeah. out and shit like that. But he was like, oh, I just got out the shower or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's a nice visual. I love hearing that. And, but I, uh, yeah. eh, like I've seen dick, you know, like it, you're not the first dick I've seen before. It, like it's not nothing. Right. You're not. Moving. That shit doesn't um intrigue me to be like, ooh, I'm on my way. Right. Like, right, ooh, right. Like, you know. But I was just like, oh, that's a nice visual because he fine as fuck. He a thick, light-skinned, bearded, aggressive-looking. You light-skinned. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Interesting. That's a whole nother Carry thing. Carry on, though. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening with me and the light-skins. But all of a sudden, I'm just like attracting the light-skins, and I'm like... <laughs> I could like you know but anyway um he fine for real so I was just like oh that's a nice visual and he was like well you could be here and I, yeah. I was like are you throwing me dick that's precisely yeah. what I said are that's you throwing bait. me dick yeah and he was like yep <laughs> and I, said, I said oh I thought you was trying to date but you are not trying to date you trying to fuck and he okay. was like yep <laughs> That's honest. I said I respect it. Facts. I respect it, but I immediately was turned off. Yeah. Why? I don't know. He was straight to the point. I but, don't but know. But right now, that's not where you at. Maybe that's what it is. Right. I know that it's not my season for a romantic relationship. Hmm. I also know that I've done a lot of fucking, mm-hmm. and I have, you know... I'm still exploratory. I'm still very free or whatever. If I see something I like, I want to fuck and I'm going to do it. But there's something about this time. It's really weird. Mm -hmm. There's something about this time in my life right now where I'm just not attracted to just the dick. That's what's up. 
Listen to it. I, I am. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm always going to go with my natural feeling. I lucky feel I'm there too, so I feel you. But I thought it was really interesting because here I am, not had penetration since November of last year, mm-hmm. and this this perfectly fine specimen of a man that's throwing me dick. And, you know, a couple of months ago, I might have gotten in my car. Shit, last month, I probably would have gotten in my car. <laughs> it was like, what's that? Send that Addy, my right, nigga. Right. Like, send me <laughs> your location. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But, but yesterday, I just was like, and I hit the group chat up, and I was like, you know, right. I, I am like so turned off by that. And I get it. But I don't. I don't get No, I do. I don't get it. Don't y'all get disgusted? The same guys do the same shit. You know what I mean? Just because one is more attractive than the other or has more height or has more money, it doesn't sep- it doesn't you know what I'm saying? <sighs> it doesn't separate them from the other guys who come off, you know, maybe raggedy or trash in the face. They still all have the same I don't think goal. it has anything to do with how he looked. I only brought up the fact that he was fine because he is. And you any other time, in general, yeah. though, like I would have fucked, off, you know, though. any other time. But I was, I think, I don't know. Well, you know, our needs in our hierarchy chart changes. And so we can have seasons where we need sexual um, encounters or we're looking for that to fill us. But then we can also shift and say we need intimacy on a different type of level mm-hmm. that doesn't require a person's body parts. It yes. could be that connection with a relationship or yeah. an individual or the desire to be wanted and needed without without the physical part that can come. So yeah. it sounds like your your needs have just shifted for sure in this season that you're in. That is well said. Per- per- see, I told you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I was telling her the other day we were talking and sometimes when I'm on the phone with people, it's different when we're on the podcast because I'm consciously forming words that make sense, sentences yeah. that make sense. But sometimes when I'm talking to my friends, I don't, I'm not even sure if this has happened with you or whatever, but I'll just get mm-hmm. the rambling and I'll just be talking and they'll ask me a question and I'll just say things and I'm like, I don't even, I, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't feel like it made sense. Crystal has the, the way of taking my words and yeah. yeah, well, this is what you mean. But I'm like, yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> so fucking smart. Thank you. For, like that, <laughs> thank yeah. you for getting me because I'd be like, what, what, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so yeah, I just thought it was weird, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I, the listeners are really gonna get a kick out of this shit. Like I finally got some dick thrown my way, and I was like, mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> "And you're not on your cycle either, right?" And I'm off my period, so mm-hmm. it's just I I easily could have went, and I probably would have had a great time, but I also would have discarded of him, like I do any other nigga. Yeah. Like also, there's something to be said about people who don't invest in you, hmm. and you can't just invest dick in me, guys. I want you to understand something very clear. Um, about me I like to fuck but I also invest in people period and you have to invest in me equally I'm not just going to pop up at your crib and that's the first time that we're meeting I'm not I've never been that girl and Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not going to do that you have to do stuff you have to invest in me you have to spend take a little bit of time or whatever the case is talk to me uh you know longer than a week or whatever like (laughs) I just I think it's really weird what did my brother say he said that's work right what did he say he's (laughs) (laughs) he's so fucking that's the shit I be doing I don't call it I guess it's investing but 
that's the kind of shit I would want to do anyway. Yeah. I like, want to know what I'm fucking. Have a conversation with me. Take me out. Invest. Some girl's list of, of uh, the requirements are longer than mine. Um, but it all depends on how I'm putting, where I'm putting you, what category I'm putting you yeah. in. If I'm just putting you in the, I'm just going to fuck them and have a good time, you still got to invest the time. You got to invest the good time. It's mm-hmm. not just the, the fucking, we can't just skip the initial investment because then I'm going to feel like turned off. And I think this is what has happened with Same that situation. Room, I'm just like, I am good, sir. Like I, I said, well, okay. Did that you was, know each other though? We've talked on the phone. We met in a Facebook group. Oh, so y'all know each other like that. We know each other like that. I've never seen him face to face. Like we FaceTime and shit like that, but I've never seen him face to face. And I just, you know, I think uh, I'm not pressed. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, no, you got the wrong bitch. You definitely have the wrong bitch. That's what's up. But other than that, I know, I thought, I was like, Ali, he gonna have a field day with Nah, this one. I'm just thinking back to June, July yeah, of last I know. year and how you was. And I know. Now you're like, eh. I'm not, good, I'm, I'm not interested. And yeah. that's so weird because I do Proud want, you, I do want to have sex. I do want to be intimate, <laughs> but like, I do, oh my God, I need to be drilled, sense. like for sure. Mm-hmm. Every kind of sex, nasty sex, all that, I'm into it and I want it now. But not from random Joe Schmo. <laughs> right, right, right. So weird, so weird. Whatever, maybe I'm growing up finally after 35 years of life and 12. How many years have I been fucking? I'm not gonna say. Stupid. Lots of years of fucking. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it though. Um, Work has been stressful and kids have been stressful as usual. (laughs) Nothing's changed there, but um, it is such as life. My oldest child's birthday is coming up, Crystal's birthday is coming up. Yeah. Um, both Aries um, and their personalities are a lot similar so um, that's it for me I'm just planning big move I'm getting a house uh, so it's a lot going on congrats congrats it's a big deal yeah but that's it so Crystal what's up we do icebreakers what's with our doing? guests and <laughs> the last episode we had um, I guess not his brother but the one before that we had Lockhart and he asked he was like y'all not gonna ask about my week and <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was offended Dang. he wasn't offended he but he definitely was like oh y'all niggas not gonna ask me how the fuck I was doing fine fuck it <laughs> we don't do that because this <laughs> when we have guests on the show the the beginning part is the is the only time where we get to talk about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically. The rest of the the whole rest of the episode will be about Miss Business, mm-hmm. um, aka, or maybe I should say Crystal Harrell, aka Miss Business. Now you had it right. Yeah, Miss Business. Anyway, so we're gonna do some icebreakers. Okay. They are would you rather's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're really good. Mm-hmm. They, are. they always are good though. Um, and this list of would you rather's, I need to start doing this before people try to sue us. This list <laughs> of, of would you rather's comes from would you rather.com and pandagossips.com. So I I took it from there. So <laughs> there's your credit, guys. Okay. Would you rather be on a reality TV show or a game show? Reality TV show. Really? Yeah, I'll bomb the game show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out in the first round. Oh shit! I wouldn't think that. What about you? Uh, reality TV. Okay, for sure. Um, 
same. Uh, <laughs> just because I think my life is dope. And, Absolutely. Is. And hella entertaining. People, we can make a lot of money. Facts. We'll talk about that over there. Um, would you rather have a lot of acquaintances or just one really close friend? One really close friend. Yeah, same. Same. Yep. Would you rather be able to fulfill your biggest dream or undo your biggest mistake? Mm. Fulfill my biggest dream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the mistakes are... They're lessons. They learn. Exactly. Yeah. Would you rather have celebrity parents or celebrity lover? Let me get that bottle. I'm, I'm going to say celebrity parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Because the the wealth is inherited. There you <laughs> right. go. That lover can right. leave. Yeah. You think, right. The wealth is inherited. I mean, you know, if you do it right and you have a celebrity lover, you can also... <laughs> Yeah. Secure the bag for you, goddamn. So. Push out a few babies and shit. Yeah. Now nah, take some of that money and invest it into your own shit. And, True. You know, you, we don't have to go automatically child support. Ali, <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> hey, that's what they doing. Okay. Um. Now we're gonna get a little spicy. Ooh. Would you rather find a weird looking stranger in your bed or wake up in a strange bed? <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. The stranger man. not even cute. Wake up in a strange bed. Really? Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sir, how you get here? <laughs> that was a wild night. What was I drinking? Right. Okay. Um, would you rather be terrible at kissing or terrible at giving head? Terrible at kissing. Mm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's a toughie. I hear that. Hmm. Mm. I think I'd rather be terrible. Nah. Yeah. Terrible at kissing. Yeah. That don't yeah. have to last long. That's crazy because um, I stopped dating a woman because her kissing wasn't great. So I never did get to experience her head. Maybe mm. she had bomb head. Possibly. That's what you get. I'll you could have told her how to kiss. Stupid. <laughs> can you teach a person how to kiss? You can. I've done yeah, that. You can. Oh, absolutely. I've never had that problem. Oh, so all your guys got big wings and they can kiss? Yep. <laughs> okay. Big wings. <laughs> yeah, hey, I used to use that word in high school. Yeah, they used to use it back in the day. Yeah, I like that wings. That was a good yeah. throwback. Yeah. Right? I don't know where that came from. <laughs> big wings. <laughs> it just sounds way like raunchier than saying a big dick. <laughs> Hmm, I might adopt that word. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have sex with a handsome man that isn't good in bed or an unattractive man that is great in bed? Unattractive man. <laughs> she said plenty of those. No brainer. You ain't even got to be cute. I appreciate your honesty. To man. be fully fucking honest. You ain't got to be cute. Most don't... women don't admit that. No, yeah. No, we're fucking ugly niggas. <laughs> For sure. Y'all don't admit it. We admit it all the time. <laughs> Y'all don't. <laughs> I mean, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And we start saying shit like that. Well, he's cute to me, or right. he's sexy. Like, he's. <laughs> that nigga is ugly, bitch. Like, flat out. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay, and last one. Would you rather be with a partner you can't please sexually, or a partner who can't please you sexually? A partner who can't please me, because I have the option. 
if I can't please you, mm. then I know what you're gonna do. Now right. I'm emotional and I can't. It's too much. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Good answer. That's a good answer because now the ball's in your court. It's right. Like, I could stay and teach him, or I could leave. And nine times out of ten, I'm out the fucking door. <laughs> one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, I'm a cheat. Just cheat. Yeah, just, cheat man. <laughs> just cheat. Do what you gotta do. Okay, we're gonna start. Um, first of all, I want to talk about how what it is that you do for the city of Charlotte or what it is that you do period because your work is not just Charlotte like limited but um you do do a lot for the city and I don't think people realize how much work you do on a day-to-day mm-hmm. you're always working yeah so can you just describe not describe, but explain to us what it is that you do, how you make your money, why we call you Miss Business. Yeah. So I definitely play um, behind the scenes and low key on a lot of things, but I serve as a strategic advisor and consultant to a lot of nonprofits, corporate brands and government entities, helping them to reach millennials, um, consumers under 35 primarily focusing on digital marketing, content creation, and social media. So I've been running a marketing company for about 11 years here Mm. in Charlotte. I started off on the agency side. I had a big team. And then I was like, you know, people management is too much. It's like babysitting. Yes. So I'm like in my early 20s, managing myself, doing things for the first time and having to manage other people and splitting the money, it it was too much. So I came to this crossroad where I was like, you know, I want to do this journey by myself. I want to have more money. I want to have more control. And so um, I went from having a big team to solely being a consultant Mm -hmm. where I was able to keep all the profits. (laughs) All I had to do was manage myself. And, uh, you know, the money was was lower Mm -hmm. to a degree, but I didn't have the hassle of people management. And so now, you know, I'm in a different place where I'm going into business ventures where I'm going to have to manage other people. Mm -hmm. But I'm also older. You know, when I started off in business in Charlotte, I was 20, 21, 22. Mm. I'll be 32. It's a different mindset. Yeah. It's the, 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 the game is different. So, yeah. The game is different. You're different. The climate's different. The yeah. market is different. Sure. Everything is different. The marketing tools are different. Even we were just talking about dating apps. Um, Will is in a relationship. He's been in one for 10 years. And he was like, it would be difficult for me to date now um, because when I was single, none of this shit was available. The only mm-hmm. thing that was out was MySpace and Facebook. Right. And I was like, damn, really? Like... No dating, like the shit changes. Everything that's that is accessible to us to use for business, it wasn't here five years ago. Right. You know? Um, when you were a little girl, did you always want like could you always see yourself running businesses, your own business being your own boss? Or did you have a different like dream? Yeah, that that's um that was who I was as a little girl. Mm. So I grew up in South Carolina. Country girl, Columbia, (laughs) Broad River. Um, (laughs) And I grew up in an era where yard sales, garage sales, and flea markets were super popular. So that was my Saturday activity with my grandparents Mm. going to the flea market and selling our old belongings Mm. and having yard sales. So that was 
my introduction to entrepreneurship without me knowing the word. Right. So I would set up um, in my grandparents' yard and sell my old belongings. And my grandparents had this stop sign in their driveway. So you had to stop. Mm. You mm. had no choice but to stop and see me. And so that was kind of also my first lesson on location, the importance of location and positioning. So that was my first introduction. And then my mom at 13, she gave me a $20 loan to start my pajama business. Mm-hmm. So um, I sold pajamas for $10. We purchased them for about four or five dollars from the flea market wholesale. Mm -hmm. And that was my venture at 13. And during that time, my mom was selling her handbags on eBay. eBay had just became popular or it just started. So I liked what she was doing and I wanted to do something of my own. So I chose pajamas as my product to start my official first business. And I took that business and, um, Expanded to customize apparel and accessories once I got into high school around 16. And I sold um, a proprietary part of that business a few days before my 21st birthday. Wow. Mm. So I've always been yes. doing what I'm doing now. Yep. I don't know anything different. Yeah. Mm. So if you had to go work so. for someone else. <laughs> I could do it. I could do it I well. know you could, but it would be terrible. <laughs> it, would, it would be different, you mm. know, and it's only because of how I've spent my time these past few years, but I have work experience. I, I, cumulative, I've, I only have about maybe 15 to 18 months total of working for, for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little part-time job, let's say at Office Max in high school or <laughs> um, three months of working as a leasing consultant or um, – I spent a year as a independent contractor in sales. So it's, you know, I have these uh, different experiences of working uh, in traditional environments, which is why I'm able to communicate with people who yes. work in traditional environments. So I can understand. Do I understand what it's like 40 days a week for five years, three years? No. no. But enough? I, I I get it. Yeah. I understand enough, which is why I'm creating Entrepreneur Business School so that I can, you know, help other individuals kind of mi- migrate to a more independent lifestyle or a lifestyle where they can have additional income. Because not everyone who works hate their job or yeah. hate what they do, but they may want to earn, you know, an extra income or to just, you know, maybe just see how this creative path Uh, could fit them. Right. Since you brought up Entrepreneur Business School, can we talk about the concept behind that um, and what purpose it's serving? Yes. So let me tell you why I started. I was dating this guy. Mm. (laughs) I was dating this guy and um, he came from a real affluent background and went to a really prestigious prestigious school and um, graduated and went to business school. And I have a very unconventional route. I spent one year at an all women's college and then I transferred to an art school and dropped out and started to work. And so my path to of success or my path of significance or my my personal path is 
different than what the world tells you that you should do. You know, you should graduate high school. Mm -hmm. I didn't graduate high school. I failed my senior year. I had to go to adult ed. You did. I did. (laughs) And then enrolled in the military. And so, you know, it, it's nothing's perfect about my journey. Right. And so um, I was with someone who was not given permission to explore the world. Yeah. Mm. You know, you have two type of people. You have a person who navigates the world based off um, their independent uh, feeling or their independent desire. And then you have people who navigate the world based on rules, based on what the world tells them that they should do. Right. And when you have those two people trying trying to do life, it's challenging. Very. Uh, One is permission-based and one doesn't ask permission. And I'm the one that doesn't ask permission. Yeah. And so this this, uh, guy would criticize me and criticize a lot of what um, I, a lot of my thinking, how I thought, how I moved in the world. And I remember him being so judgmental about uh, my imperfect path mm. and how it differed from his. his accomplishments that filled the wall. Yeah. And particularly business school. And um, he just always threw this in my face, always threw uh, his business school degree and knowledge and information mm. in my in my face and uh, made it seem as though my path was lesser than. And so, you know, I spent about a year or so really thinking through um, some of those verbal damage and verbal verbal um words and I know that there's other people who have not taken the perfect path right. per se who still um path is worth uh I would say they they still have they still have their own individual path right? right and so when I thought about entrepreneur business school it's for people who have taken the the other route. Yep. It's for individuals who um, desire something different in their in their world, in their life. And so Entrepreneur Business School is for the green and growing. How I see it is um, it's a few a few different offers. There's podcasts, there's training courses, um, there's audio courses for individuals, and there's a business club that will be offered. And how um I'm coming at it is from someone who has 18 years experience. There's no textbook uh, way to do an entrepreneurship. There's no right or wrong way. Right. There's different things that you may encounter. So I'm looking to um, explore the mental health part of being an entrepreneur because it's very mm. daunting. Um, in addition to the marketing part, in addition to the money, the money part, which is the basics. So really excited about it. Looking to uh, launch this month in uh, or early April. Yay! That's what's up, so excited for that. Thank you. It's like business school for the rebels. Yeah. <laughs> I love that For shit. Sure. Like it's it because you are right. We are taught that this is the way to get to be successful. And everybody in this room has taken different routes from what yeah. you know, some of us have been in trouble with the law and some of us have been, you know, but at the end of the day, our path is our path. And we still wanna be successful individuals. We still wanna be in business for ourselves, but we're not taught that this is a like even if you go this way instead of going straight, if you make swiggles or whatever, that you can still reach the end goal. So I think yeah. your um your school is 
very important. It's needed. It is definitely Big needed. Time. Yeah, because people ask all the time, how do you get in? Like they, you see how do now, you start? how do you start? Mm-hmm. How did you start? Yeah, how do you start? Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of that comes from people who simply weren't given permission mm-hmm. to explore their creativity. Yeah. And because that's not the environment that I grew in, I navigate the world differently. So I meet a lot of people who were told how to be in their human form. They were Mm. told what to do. And so now they're adults who made these decisions that were encouraged by other people and they're interested in doing something different. And that's something that not only do I want to celebrate and educate and inform a person on, but I also want to create the space and environment where they can excel based off that interest. Right. Why have you um, made it your life's purpose? Because I feel like your purpose there's lots of okay the way i see purpose right is in branches and phase and <laughs> in, in parts we're not just here to do one thing and to accomplish one goal we're here to do lots of other things but there's like an overall purpose and i feel like your overall purpose is to help people is to assist people to give them the um the tools that they need to be better at life or business or whatever why do you feel like why have you chosen to channel your resources into assisting others um, instead of keeping all of them for yourself? Yeah. So, you know, I'm here to be a leader. I'm here to be a mother. I'm here to be a friend and I'm here to be a healer. Mm-hmm. And those four things I'm certain on. Those are my assignments while I'm on earth. And I think it's about self-awareness and knowing that um, if there's anything that I want to accomplish for myself, my job as a human being is to ensure or help other people accomplish something on their own that they want to do or or to provide an outlet or resources or share because I can't take any of this with me. Yeah. And um, so my father passed when he was 17. And so I had a very early lesson about time. Hmm. And so I know how time is really not in our hands. I know how limited it is. Like I have a very clear view about time. And because I had someone so close to me pass when he was so young. I'm blessed to see 32. I'm blessed to see 31. I'm blessed to see 30. And I would do myself a disservice. I would do my father a disservice, my family a disservice if I walked through life as if this was all about me. Mm. It's not. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) To be feeling like that at 17, though. Yeah, to be so clear. He passed when he He was seventeen. He was seventeen. He was seventeen. So I would every year once I got of age to really um, understand how young of age that is. I was never sure if I was going to see seventeen, and so it was always this yearly prayer for me to see whatever the birthday was. That's why I celebrate birthdays. I'm always telling people happy birthday. I'm always celebrating birthdays because I know a man who died after his birthday, you know? Um, And and we all know someone who didn't see their next birthday, right? And so I I think that, um, and once I got to be 17, I was like, whoa, I made it. It it was crazy. I was like, wow, I actually made it. And it was a spiritual confirmation that 
not only am I here for a reason, but I have, it's my duty to do something bigger than uh, what I can possibly imagine. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. You're so fucking dope. <laughs> um, you're young. You're black. Yeah. You're a woman. We live in um, a red state. We also live in a male-dominated world, corporate business world. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we can talk about the Blumenthal thing on this podcast, but let's just say yeah, that. Okay, Crystal was on the board um, at what is it, Blumenthal? Blumenthal Performing Arts. Performing Arts. Mm. Which is fucking dope. The girl will be in the meetings with a baby t-shirt and a blazer. <laughs> yeah, front and center. I saw it on her Insta story and I said, what, t- this, what kind of t-shirt does she got on? <laughs> people. I love it. I love that you are unapologetically a black millennial still about her fucking business in the middle of these meetings with these older white people or these older black people even or all these men or older white women that automatically look at us and see that and they're just like oh this hood rat or whatever the case is so um what is it like going into the room with um with people like that like do they automatically judge you is that like really a thing You know, we're judged everywhere. And I think that it has more to do with how do you see yourself in the mirror? Yeah. Um, So let me tell you, I was a junior in high school and I was competing in this pageant. And it came down to me and this white girl. She was super popular, super pretty, cheerleader, um, had money, everything. And I won. Excuse me. I won. Oh, shit. And it was in that moment that I decided that race would never hold me back in life. Mm-hmm. Like, it it literally took that moment because I grew up in in the South and I grew up with, in, in a very opinionated um, family, in mm-hmm. a very opinionated household where uh, I probably could have been told that white was superior Mm-hmm. And in that moment, everything that I had ever been taught as a child or everything that I ever been ever learned, it, it, it vanished. Mm-hmm. And it took for that to create this boldness in myself. Like, I don't even see I know that I'm black. Um, I don't see a disadvantage. So when I go it's into not, the room, yeah. when I sit at tables, like there's no disadvantage. Yeah. We're just two human beings. I just have a different color. I have a different skin tone. I have a different story. But it doesn't it it, it doesn't make me less than. And so I believe because that's my mindset, it's how I carry myself. I don't see the common um, challenges that other people may see in terms in terms of race. I just need to be. Uh, you you just need to judge me based off talent, based off results, and whatever individual opinion that you have, whether it's me or the next girl, you're gonna have that opinion, yeah. um, some way because it's rooted in you. And I'm not here to I'm not here to change that. Um, my my job is to be an example and to create opportunity for other girls and, and guys. Ha, and has um has it ever been a problem though in these in these spaces? 
Mm, I don't know if it's been a problem. It's it's not that it hasn't existed. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been a problem for me. That's good. Uh, but I definitely have had those uh moments where I can tell that a person is judging me because I look young. Yeah. You know, I don't look my age. So. At all. <laughs> not even close. Not no. even close. No. And I get that often. So I have to fight against both the race, the gender, and, and the, the fact age. that Listen, I know that I look like, uh, you know, maybe I'm 18 or, or, or younger, but I'm 32. So I'm a grown ass woman, dog. Grown. <laughs> All the bills in my name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All of them in my name. I'm, I'm that grown. So, you know, I have there's different um, barriers that I have to fight through. But I would tell people who do have those um you know, who are experiencing those daily job challenges with people of other uh, races is that you have to, it's a self thing first. Yeah. It really truly is a self thing first. And then it's a them thing because people can, you can't allow people to project their, um, their opinions on you. Yeah. Now, I don't know how it is in the workplace, how it is closely working with someone and navigating, because my my encounters are merely on a peer to peer, peer to peer level and briefs and brief for and, the most and, part. And they're brief for the most yeah. part. But I've had those encounters where I worked on projects and, um, you know, I've had to communicate certain things. But I'm very matter of fact. And we're going to do this through respect or we're not going to do it at all. And I'm not afraid to walk away. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that you cannot be afraid to walk away when you're disrespected. Mm. You cannot be afraid to to address disrespect. You can't be afraid to teach people how to treat you. And that's what I make sure that I do. Yeah, that's really dope. And I think that um, a lot of black people use their race as a crutch all the time Uh, and I wanted because I I know this about you already but I wanted people to hear that you don't need to use it as a crutch like you just don't it's 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 a blessing first of all but second of all it doesn't like overall it's not the overall end-all be-all defining thing about you to these people and sometimes when you walk in that space they'll feel it and they'll make it now about your race They'll make it now about, you know, your your age or whatever the case is now because you you were coming into the situation feeling like, oh, they're not going to like me because I'm black or they're going to say something because right, I'm gay right. or they, you know what I mean? Right. When you walk in that, then they're like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a, now I'm not gonna treat you the same way like I treat somebody else. And if you do encounter a situation like that, then you have to handle it, obviously. But I just wanted people to hear that it's not as difficult as the world makes it seem it's not yeah i don't think so i don't I, and i'm not gonna dis i don't want to disregard the facts because this is these are people's reality mm-hmm. you know people who have those type of um management and bosses and and they deal with that and it's unfortunate you for know, sure it's really unfortunate to be talented to and to be overlooked it's really unfortunate to be skilled and qualified and to be overlooked or yeah. to be looked down um it's an infor- unfortunate position uh to be in and so i can sympathize and understand what some people go through in my experiences i think um standing tall and standing firm yep. is one thing that works and i know that in it doing absolutely so, works in doing so it's you're you're either going to be on my side 
or you got to go the other way. Yep. It's just Period. one of the one of the other. Yeah. I've I've experienced that. Capricia has experienced that. Um be, me with being a woman, her with being black mm-hmm. in the same job space. And I didn't make it about me being a girl. I made it about my work. Mm-hmm. I bust my fucking ass, so you're going to pay me just like you paid him. She I bust my fucking ass, so you're gonna pay me just like you pay her. Hmm. We're lateral, we're in the same position. Why is she getting paid ten, fifteen thousand dollars more than me? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but you know, also to 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 that, um, and I'm glad that you brought this up. It's so important to go in setting your standard. Yeah, you know, don't get in and then set try to set the standard because yeah. then that's where it gets to be a little it gets to be a little little wavy. Yeah, you got to go you from the very beginning upon meeting you have to set your standard and what happens is that people go into interviews right or they go into these new conversations and it's their representative. Yeah, and so once they're settled in, the representative kind of goes away, and then this the new them is comes to light, and so you're confusing. It's easy to confuse the other person because they're like, "Wait, I didn't meet that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. who is who is this? Yeah, you have to be so confident and so accepting of yourself that you show up at yourself from the very from moment, the very beginning. from the very beginning. You show up as yourself, and that is probably the biggest difference between. Uh, my experiences and someone else's. You have to show up for yourself. It's like artists and entertainers. They show up as themselves in, in their in their form of, of their image. Yes. The baby, for example. I love the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he has shown up as his wild self and the world conforms yeah. versus he right. conforming to the world. Yep. And you got to have that model when you're in your day-to-day job or when you're, you know, volunteering or whatever, just be who you are. And then, you know, people will conform to that. Yeah. Facts. I want to talk about, um, are you familiar with the honeypot? No. Yes. You, are love you f- her. I love her oh too. Oh my gosh. I love her too, and I love her product, and I've always used it. So, um, the Honey Pie is a is a plant based company for feminine um, hygiene products. Oh, okay, let's pour some more, more champagne. <laughs> a little bubbly. Hey, I'm good. Y'all, y'all got the rest. I done had too much for the day. I don't know about the rest now. Have oh, you guys been drinking? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, all day. <laughs> this is the third bottle. <laughs> this is the third bottle. Ebby pouring these little pre-K. <laughs> oh, wait, let me oh, see. Oh, she want more. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm saying, sorry. No, yeah. She said, I'm 32, okay. not 18. <laughs> she hit me with the, you going to pour me a 32-year-old drink, bitch. <laughs> 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 okay, so the honey pot is a... Um, uh, like I said, a plant-based, um, so it's all natural products right? Uh, for feminine hygiene, mm-hmm. right? Or um, anyone who has f- women parts, mm-hmm. vagina, titties, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she um, had a Target commercial. She has a Target commercial. Okay. Um, Beatrix Dixon is the owner. And... Um, in the commercial, she was talking about what the honey pot does. And then towards the end of the commercial, she said something along the lines of, um, I'm happy that Target gave me this opportunity so that other black girls can see that this is possible. 
something mm-hmm. to that effect. Right. Right. Which is very true. Right, Representation right. is every fucking Absolutely, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with our girls. My daughter looks at TV and she sees every black girl that she sees, she's like, oh, I could do that every time. Oh, I could do that. She loves Missy Copeland. My daughter ain't mm. never d- done not one lick of ballet, <laughs> but d- b- she swear to God that she gonna be Missy Copeland that's when she gets up. older and that's because she gets to see a black ballerina, you know? Yeah. So she's right. All of a sudden, white women come come out in droves, okay? They drive up in their <laughs> minivans and they say, oh, that's racist. And they start leaving negative reviews on Trustpilot Stupid. about the brand. And not be, not about the product. About the product. None yeah, of yeah. the fucking reviews See, were about the product. The, okay, now you're giving me insight on yeah, it. Yeah, none no, of them, because okay. I'm sure that you've heard about it, but right. none of the reviews were about the product. Every I went and looked. Yeah. Everyone was... This commercial was racist. This um, company is racist. Racist, 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 racist. Why can only black girls look at it and feel empowered? Why can't white women? And, you know, they just start white womening like um, they usually do. And this is not, um, I'm a black woman. I'm going to say this again. Very unapologetic. Mm -hmm. If your feelings are hurt, I don't give a fuck. If it doesn't apply, let it motherfucking fly. Okay. If you like, you either get it or you fucking don't. So there's that. Anyway. Um, so what happens now, which I thought was beautiful, beautiful, the beautiful parts of this, this story, because I was getting, I was pissed off when I seen it, I was angry as fuck. So I start trying to go and leave because I use the products. I just don't leave reviews. So, um, I, I have been looking for a natural, um, a feminine hygiene company for a while because mm-hmm. I'm like I don't really think that tampons should have all these chemicals <laughs> on the. Or, you know, I just don't think that this makes sense. Like right, it's right. just some kind and put that shit on the fucking tape and stick it on your fucking panties. Like why are we putting bleach and all different types of shit inside of it? I didn't get it. Right. So you know I, I found her company and it worked really good for with my pussy. Thank God. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> healthy pussies matter. Okay, <laughs> so you made it sound so nice, raunchy. Yeah, no, it wasn't oh. raunchy though. You made it sound so elegant. Oh well, you know, thanks. So, um, so I go and I try to make the uh, the review, but Trustpilot at that point has shut down all reviews or whatever, yeah. and they were looking over what was happening because it was like when I say they pulled up ready to get that shit shut out of the fucking target stores and everything and it backfired yeah it backfired crazy because black women and other women of color and other white women i suppose as well mm-hmm. um bought the shit out her sales went up 51 percent. heavy and like from from the time that the reviews and shit like that started coming and social media got wind of it like the next day mm-hmm. she um you know made a statement that you know this everything is not it was a blessing in disguise uh, right. you know for lack of better wording i can't remember what it is that she said but i wanted to um ask you what is it about black women succeeding and black women wanting to be an example for other black women and black girls and black men and black boys what is it that agitates what do you think it is that agitates them um certain white women not all okay white women but certain white women why 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 do why do you think they get so bothered by black excellence hmm yeah, you know, I think is you don't know what you don't know. And 
it's impossible for someone who is not a woman of color to understand the experiences of women of color. Yes. And, you know, I had someone in my inbox asking me about a post that I shared that said um, black attorney or black attorney gives away free trademark and, and she wants to give it to other black um uh, black women in business, and this is a this is a white girl who is my friend, mm-hmm. and so it, there's a genuine um, ignorance area. I don't I don't think it's ignorance for for the majority, but there's a di- there's there's an area of just not understanding, mm. um, and it's up to us to decide if we want to explain our experience mm-hmm. or if we're just like hey this is just you're just not gonna understand i i'm taking the latter part you're just not gonna understand <laughs> okay shit, i'm not I don't, I don't well you, we're not I gonna do that. Do you, but do you think okay so <laughs> and so that's really what it is because it sounds unfair for us to marginalize you know a group to say, you know, I want black girls to see me and be successful. I want to give this to black girls only or to black women only. From the outside looking in, it sounds like the same discussion that we may be having when someone when someone um, segregates yeah. or when someone uh, excludes us from things. So they're hearing and seeing it in the same voice that we probably would hear and see it if it was communicated the other way around. Mm -hmm. But it's just that our reasoning is not only justified, our reasoning is because we need to be an example for the spaces that did not include us, for the spaces that did not mention us. Right. But it's never supposed to be understood by people who don't look like us. Yeah. Mm. And so when I see people going back and forth with Susie and Betty and about this and that and this and that, it's <laughs> just like, hey, you're wasting your time. Yeah. They're not you know, gonna get it. All ten sentences sound great, but they're never going to get it because they they were never intended to walk those great shoes that you've walked. They were never intended to have the experiences that you've been gifted to have. That's yeah. not their story. Yes, mm. they just got to be mad. Yeah, they just got to be mad. You you do have some black people though that feel like it. It's our responsibility to educate. Um, white people so that they get it so that they can become allies and yeah. and rightfully um you know and, and uh, not rightfully but not be ignorant as they're being allies for us so they have all the information listen so i'm just asking like <laughs> we're in 2020 mm. yeah you know and you can google like <laughs> if you if you haven't gotten it yet it's because you're choosing not to yes it's because you don't want to be informed because i know too much about a woman that don't look like me yes for a woman that don't look like me to not know much about me yeah so you know i i, I literally in her, my friend's question is still long question it's still in my inbox and i did you time, i was about to say did you read I it i said i'll get back to you this evening and i really set on it i set on um knowing that okay this is th- this girl is genuinely my friend yeah and she has a question of concern do I want to try to change her mind? And I don't. What, what was, was her question? question? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's funny because I got a question about two, three days ago. And it was from a non-black person. Mm-hmm. And she asked me why are black women always angry? 
And oh, you should have um, <laughs> forwarded her ass to me. I would have nicely gathered answered, her. You know because I mean? unlike I mean, Crystal, I have time. <laughs> this is interesting. So I, I want to hear what she has to say. I said, so is this in general? Does this have to do with you, the workforce? And she said it had to have to do with her um her job and the business where she's at. And um I pretty much let her know like um there's an I said, I really don't think all black women are angry, you know what I mean? Um what did I say? Damn. I don't, I don't feel like going to my text messages. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, but basically I was letting them know, like, who knows, man? They may feel like, you know, they're in competition with you at the job. They may feel like you after their job. They may or maybe it had a, may... nothing to do with her. Maybe she's t sleepy. Maybe she is agitated. <laughs> maybe she's on her period. Mm. What What are the same reasons why white women are angry? And why yeah, every time we're yeah. black women are passionate about something or we're in our zone or we're focused or we're zeroed in, does it need to be perceived as I don't have to be friendly with you in the workplace. But as black folks, we do have a different kind of chip on our shoulders. Well, you know, what I mean, we from hit, other people, a lot of people, maybe rightfully so, though. But, yeah. Not I against mean, anyone. Not against anyone. But I'm here to fucking work, Absolutely. bitch. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to like kiki and talk with you at the coffee pot about your motherfucking weekend because I don't give a fuck about it. Like, yeah. I'm here to I punch the clock just like you do. Oh, I need shit. to get my work done. I got to meet these quotas. Like, right, right, you right. tell her next time she got questions about black women, yeah. she can ask one. And I, I'll um, gladly get her gathered. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I just opened the um, text. But, you know, when I've had someone ask me why black women so angry, they're not. Why, right. why are you confused? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're not. And then I make them feel dumb. Like I make them think twice. Angry like, about angry. what? No, no, no. They're not angry. That's right. not anger. That's not anger. Mm -hmm. You're internalizing the wrong emotion. But she asked me, um, it's 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 very long. It's lengthy. It's I, no, please give us no. a clip. It's lengthy. <laughs> so she asked, um I'm gonna just read it because this is literally an example of what the women, the white women were experiencing. She says, I can say this to you with you understanding where I'm coming from, but from a black woman, and I'm aware as I can be of the stigma that unfortunately still can be alive of these days of white privilege as a white woman. And I am a woman in more of a predominantly man's world. Also, I just think that it is wild how a black woman can put out something where she only helps black women. If a white woman put out something only helping white women, it would be considered wrong. Oh, I wouldn't even think to limit something only to white women anyway, but it is somehow socially allowed when it is a black woman only wanting to help black women. What is your take on that? Help <laughs> Look, me understand. Like, come on, how do you not get it, man? How do you not get Why it? Why do you think BET fucking exists, man? How do you not get it? I don't understand how a white person could be living in this. And I, yeah, I don't get man. I, How can we you We trying not? to catch up to y'all. Girl, are you man. new to this motherfucking planet? <laughs> right. Did you just arrive? Everything's already so laid out for y'all. So she is one of many, right? Right. Yeah. And so there's a universal misunderstanding. There's a universal lack of knowledge, lack of in information. For sure. And there's a universal blindness. Yeah. And so because she's one of many, you know, she's not, um, she genuinely does not get it. Like mm -hmm. genuinely doesn't understand. You can't really get mad at them. No. Yeah. Right? It's she's, nothing to get mad at. I, I think that, that we do ourselves as black women uh, injustice when we get mad, mad. Yeah. at someone not understanding us. Yeah. Um, 
we we only put ourselves in the 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 category the stigma we Facts. only put ourselves mm-hmm. in more into this box that's already already perceived of us because you know naturally as humans we want to be understood we want to feel like we're we matter and that we're important yeah. and so when someone doesn't understand us it fuels us <laughs> inside yeah because it's yeah. like how could you not understand that's exactly us? what i just <laughs> said that's exactly what dumb? i just said yeah. like bitch are you stupid like yeah. how, how could you not get it though we live here yeah we're <laughs> like <laughs> so you know honestly and 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 because we are in 2020 it's just one it's a black thing like yeah. that's that's yeah. that's that's my new explanation for you, things. You know what? It's a it's a black. Thing. <laughs> it's a black. You're not gonna get you're it. You're not gonna get that's it. Cool. It's cool. It's cool. Just totally gonna disengage. Right. Yeah. What do you mean it's a black thing? It's why is thing. it a black thing and right. why can't it be an us thing? It's not. Like, oh God. And simple, it's a black. Caitlin, thing. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I clearly do. I'm disengaging, and you're not getting the fucking clue. Like, oh man. Oh shit. I I I was really bothered by that this week. And I I listened to her interview on The Breakfast Club, Mm -hmm. uh, B's interview on The Breakfast Club, and it just really um, inspired the fuck out of me. What's the name of it? Uh, The the product, the company, The Honey Pot. Okay. Yeah. Um, You guys go buy that shit off the fucking shelves. I actually just placed another order because clearly my period is coming on the regular now, and I just... Need to stock up on pussy products. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just summarize that you know, for all the black women, white women aren't supposed to understand us. Period. It's not their job. It's not their Word. responsibility. It's yeah. okay for us to know our experiences, for us to share our experiences amongst one one another. And hey, we're in a really cool secret society. Yeah, and you got to be one of us to know one of us. Yeah. And if you don't know one of us, hey, can't help you. Can't help mm. you. You got to see it on the outside. You can't even get in. And that's really how. That's like my mindset moving yeah. forward. Yeah, I think it's a really, it actually makes perfect sense instead of us really trying to force him to understand. No, Absolutely. You had plenty of years to try. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make sure my friend definitely hears this episode because I said I said a whole bunch of shit that I just said, like, it's so much to unpack yeah. for me to make you understand why you, you just think say, it's these above women me. are mad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's above me, girl. It's above you, girl. Yeah, yeah. That's what the fuck it is. Okay, so let's get into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Almost choked. Don't choke. <laughs> They're good. good I know what there? to ask and what not to ask. Crystal is a very private person. So for her to be on the podcast that she knows I'm gonna ask questions about her personal it's a big life. Big deal, yeah. Things that I already know, I know what not to do. Everybody knows that. They trust me. So right, <laughs> they right. know I'm not gonna go. <laughs> not gonna go there, but I'm gonna go in there. You gonna mm. tell the line. <laughs> <laughs> It's my job. It's what I got to do. I'm the young Charlotte. I have to. <laughs> okay. Um, as I, I, Right now, people can already tell that you have a really strong personality. And I can't wait till they see the pictures because they're going to see how small you are. Like, what? You have a really fucking strong, domineering personality that works good um, for you, period. You've been very successful because of your demeanor. Just It's just perfect for business like you're not like a meek mouse or i want to talk now can i talk now like you command the intention of the room in a relationship first of all are men 
um, intimidated by you. Like they say, they say that men are intimidated by strong women. Yeah. I hear that a lot about me. Guys don't want to talk to you because you're intimidating. I'm like, I didn't even say anything. They can tell that you ain't with the shit. So yeah. they like, I hear it. I've heard it basically all my life. Um, does that? Do you have that experience where guys are like intimidated to talk to you? Uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm not sure if, if, as far as talking to me, but there's two, men experience me in two different ways. So if you experience me on the personal side, you get a different crystal. Mm -hmm. If you experience me on the business side, you get a different me because the conversation is different. So I generally lead with my feminine energy and my personal life because I'm not looking to compete with my partner. I'm not looking to compete with the person that I'm with. And I'm also very much interested in respecting the dynamics um, in in terms of business, we're talking terms. We're yeah. talking, you know, it, this has nothing to do with me. My emotions are left at the door. Every single conversation that centers around business, mm -hmm. that centers around my professional, in my personal emotions, all yeah, everywhere. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My emotions front and center, <laughs> I got captain. Yeah. So that requires a different side of me, and I know that if I want something to be successful with a male, I am probably going to be better off leading with my feminine energy and um, having a different tone and approaching things differently because this isn't business yeah. per se. This isn't a contract. We're not talking about a project. We're two human beings navigating this dynamic together. So um, I, I, I show up differently in my personal life. Mm -hmm. Do you think in general men are, this is for both of you, are intimidated by women who have strong personality types, run businesses or um, are just really secure and sure about their entire path of life, like very just certain of who they are. Yeah, I think they are. Um, off jumpy, I think guys definitely are intimidated. Why? Um... I don't know. Maybe because they're not there with themselves. You know what I mean? Mm. They, you know? Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, besides that... I thought it might have been a control thing. Because women who... Typically women who um, are successful yeah. are not easily controlled. Yeah, you can't mold <laughs> them. They already know who the fuck they are. They already are. know who the fuck they are. You can't like talk to them in the ass kind of way, whatever the case is. Like you have to have your ducks more in a row. Got Every like duck got to be in a row. I got like one friend who likes maybe a woman like that who he can mold. But the rest of my homies, um, then they open for the challenge and shit, but they'd be kind of, they, they would be a little intimidated. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be a little timid, I think. Yeah. What you think? Yeah, I agree. I think it's just where the end, where the man is. It's where in, the man is. In his life and how aware he is of himself and what he wants for, for his life. I, I think dominance is the um, initial stance of a man um, to be dominant to feel th the more powerful to feel the the lead and all this other stuff so yeah. but I've also met men who have equal partners and I don't know what their life is behind closed doors but 
it requires a man to have reached a certain level of maturity to understand that I need someone to complement my journey. Yeah. And um, that requires the male to be at a certain point in his life. Not that he has to be super rich, not that he has to be the most educated or have the best job, but he has to be the most aware of himself and who he is to know that he needs a partner to complement him um, on his journey. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, that's real yeah. shit. What kind, uh, kind of man are you attracted to? I don't have a type. So if you were to line up all of my exes, which are four boyfriends, <laughs> they don't look alike. Mm. None of them. They're not the same race. <laughs> They're not the same size, height, age. None of them. But they have a commonality. And um, I generally go for men who are the best at that thing that they do. Mm. Whether you're the best dope boy, whether you're the best engineer, the best this, best that, I'm attracted to um, drive and um, focus. And I'm, I'm attracted to the, to traits that I have. Yes. Um, and I'm also attracted to men that um, adore me and that cater to me. So there's a commonality in all of my men. They take very good, they have taken very good care of me. Yeah. And I'll always be with a man that fits into um, one of those two areas or both. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a little bit more traditional than I am to say. <laughs> To say the least. You love that word. <laughs> Just a little bit more traditional as far as like man and woman um, roles. As far as the structure and shit. I don't even. She's also surprisingly not that traditional either yeah. yeah but just a yeah just a little bit more than i am like i don't give a fuck if you open up my car my car door chris will have a whole ass she will not move oh, for real? <laughs> in the you're car. gonna get this fucking car door sir how, how, how are you far as bills and shit like that, Does that America wait take? that's the question that's where you was about to go my bad go ahead as <laughs> <laughs> a champagne damn <laughs> go ahead ask it like <laughs> no go ahead go ahead you got it I'm sorry. No, that's that was. Go ahead. Say, <laughs> I was going there. Like, uh, what role do you feel a man should play, far as when it comes to um, who takes care of the mortgage and you know bills and certain bills and shit like that? Yeah, you got it, baby. Mm, you got true. it. You I got, got so I got other stuff. You got that. Okay. You, you got the big weight. Right. Because you the boss. You right. the king. <laughs> Okay. You're my like man. You. You, got um, you got it, baby. You got it, baby. <laughs> you got but it, baby. you know, okay. in the need, if if there's um, everybody in relationships, you go through things. You know, I've been in relationships where my partner had he was laid off, yeah, and he was making six figures. Oh damn! And because of how I structured things, that didn't affect us. We live together, so if we live together. Um, and I've never had to ask. It's always been an assumed role. They take care of the heavyweight. So I could do like maybe the utilities if that's needed, but I'm never really asked to if we're living together. They yeah. assume the responsibility of the household, but there's other things that I take care of. But with every man that I've lived with, I see everything that's coming in, so I'm taking care of everything in terms of making sure things get paid. paid yeah. So what are the other things that you're taking care of? <laughs> everything that got to do with me. 
that's my you fucking hear that girl. bullshit? That's and, my fucking oh my girl. And, you know, also, <laughs> everything that got to do with me. So the car my note, shit, car like, note, my car note. The if, phone bill. If that is required. Oh, if you that's know, required. If that's required. If it's not required, I'm not going to race you fella, to pay for it. stop being suckers out here, man. That's and not it's, being it's not, a sucker. Listen, yes, stop Let me tell you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with men who, who do take care of that. No. Some men got it and some men don't. That's really what it falls down to. For sure. And so it's not necessarily about being a sucker. It's just that if do you want to assume the financial responsibility of this household? And if so, that's that's a choice that you can make. I have the men who I have lived with, who I've been in relationships with, they've assumed that on their own. There was never a conversation about what gets paid yeah who pays what it was never a conversation but i also dated my men who one of the two of them were married before the other was a father so they were already in they have a different yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they were already in these like leadership roles personal roles and so someone else molded them yeah and so when they got to me they just assumed the position and so i managed the money Mm -hmm. like so when my one of my exes got laid off there was never a financial problem because I wasn't irresponsible with the income. So it was saving for rainy days. So my compliment to the finances in that regard was to make sure that we were taken care of as a household, to make sure certain things, you know, there there was other things. And that shit is not easy. Like, it's really not. Guys don't have great money management. I do admit that, but there are a lot of guys who are suckers who aren't getting shit in return. But you're going to pay for it anyway. You regardless are going to pay who's for living your, there. Yeah, yeah, regardless of you're not paying you're you're not paying much extra with me there. If anything, you're gaining weight. First of all, you gaining way more with me there in the house mm-hmm. or me living in my place Talk and being your with shit. You, mm. First of all, <laughs> all right? So it's a bonus for me being yes. on the same roof This with is you. what I was waiting for. <laughs> all I need you to do, daddy, is, it a bonus? You is go to the work money? and get the money. What do you mean? Because she's the bonus. Because she's managing the money? Nah. What? Why is no. she the bonus? I'm, I'm listening. Right. So not because I'm managing the money. That's that's small things. Right, but right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm adding to offer, I'm period. adding to your life, right? You know, um, I'm complimenting where you are. How often do we run into a woman like Crystal? Often, often. She. I believe that all there's my many women like, like me. There's some legit women. All, don't, get it, don't get it twisted. There's some legit all women my girls is like that. Yeah. But there's a lot of women who require what you're talking about right now, and they don't have that. They they don't bring what you bring to the table. Let me tell you. That's what I'm saying. Every man, when I've met them, they were. Um, they were either in this traditional form mm-hmm. of working. And when I left the relationship, they blossomed as men hmm. in terms of how they navigated their professional world and how they navigated their personal life. And so for me, I'm always like, I got to leave you better than I found you. Mm. And I hope you do the same for me, but I know I'm going to leave you better than I found you. So one was working at this um, very um, uh, high tech company mm-hmm. when we um when we parted ways he went and started his 
his consulting firm. He wasn't even thinking about entrepreneurship, but I was running a business Mm -hmm. while we were together. And that's great to see, you know, it's it's great to see the influence. And I think you can't really put a value on the influence that a person can have over your life. You're going to pay for the bills. And we arguing over bills, baby, we got to, we're not for each other. But what would you say to the woman who requires that from a man, but she ain't bringing shit to the table though? What does a, she need to bring? Just curious. Oh, to to validate pretty, that that payment. Stance. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much like what you just said. You know what I mean? Like you said, your man he leveled up. You know what I mean? Even you know when you left him. You know what I mean? What you said he did. He got into um. Shit. They started their own businesses. They, started, yeah. they, they saw the world differently. But yeah, I'm just speaking for women who who's not even doing that. You know what I mean? They just figure a man should do this for me. You shouldn't have any requirement of another human being. Talk about it. So I don't say that you should do this if you're my boyfriend. You should do that. I have a standard Mm -hmm. of what I like. And if you choose to not fit that. That's fine. That's fine. Right. I'm not going to make you. Yeah. You know, if we live together, we're not roommates, my guy. You my man. And if you want me to look up at you. Yeah. (laughs) Like you the king, I, like I need that. you to. I need I you like to be that. in position. You mm-hmm. fucking right about that. And like, that's it. That's it. Like, oh, that's funny. What What would you do if your guy was like, like you was madly in love with him, and you guys are talking about living together and shit like that? And he says, "Okay, so I'm gonna take care of the rent, and you gonna take care of <laughs> this, that, and the third bill." Or if he said, "All right, so we gonna split all the bills down in the middle." <laughs> oh, she already said it. Yeah, I she think that would be okay. No, no, I think really? that would be my okay. One of my the last guy that I lived with, he took care of the um, he took care of the heavy bill, and I paid the. It was my suggestion. The utilities, and the stuff. utilities and yeah. stuff, because I knew what he was working towards, mm, okay. and I knew where he was. That's so fair. that's what I said, yeah. just based off what what I knew and what I was aware of. Circumstances, but honestly, with the money that he gave me, it was almost like it it didn't really matter. Mm. Um, so I I. Again, you can't expect people. If someone said, if that man says that this is what I can do or what I'm willing to do, you have to decide if you want to go do the whole thing or if you're willing to meet him in the middle to Facts. to go towards a common to whatever this common goal that you guys are working on. I think it takes a little bit more conversation. It does I agree. to to understand yeah. the why you don't got it all. Yeah. <laughs> What a whole thing Yeah, Yeah, she could have it all. I'm waiting to get in a situation where I'm living with someone and this conversation comes up. Because I probably will be the type to pay everything. You should. That's the thing I don't like. He doesn't like that. I don't like that should. No, no, not the should thing. If I do it, it's because I do it. I'm not obligated. Look, why wouldn't you? That doesn't make me more or less of a man just because I pay the shit. No, it makes you a roommate. But look, not a man. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make you a roommate. I've, no, I told you that not. before. So I, look, I what? think that's a roommate. I, I said that before. From, I've like, heard that before too. Partner, like that's that's a roommate. My, ex- my example. Yeah, y'all taught to feel that way too. No, I actually rebel against everything I'm taught. Yeah, but my ex, she said the same thing I, to me. So I let because, me ask you this. Let me ahead. ask you this, because I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel so strongly in how you feel? Because. I know it takes more than uh, a man taking care of 
all the bills, the mortgage, and so forth, or whatever, whatever. That doesn't tell the whole story into him being a man. And let's say there's kids involved and different shit like that. Um, I ain't really trying to go too deep into it because I'll um, say some things. It's, okay. it's just it's just deeper than just taking care of, you know what I mean, the uh, household and shit like that. That's all I'll say. I don't want to say too much. This is your podcast, though. Yeah. So but, why wouldn't you want to? Because I don't. Because it's going to go into my personal life. Okay. I don't so feel it's like rooted. In that right now. It's rooted, right? I, I grew up in that. I get all that. I don't disagree with it. Like I said, if I got into something tomorrow, I probably would do it. Right. But I'm not obligated. You know, you're the man, so you just don't give me that supposed to shit. If I do it, it's because I want to do it or whatever to mm-hmm. do. But it takes it's so much more than that. That's yeah, that's nothing. I get it. So if you, if y'all can read in between the lines, I get it. If not, you know that's okay too. Yeah, what? I don't think but it's yeah. a man. I don't think that's it. Is necessarily like, you know, it makes you a man if you do X Y Z. Right. It's our experiences, right? right so right, he, right. you you shared a glimpse of what your experiences Absolutely. are, and they differ from mine and maybe someone else's. Where I saw. Um, the men financially yep. take care of the household, but they also were in a position where they could, and it didn't. It wasn't detrimental to themselves. Right. So sometimes a man's just not in a position to carry everything, and it probably can be unfair to have the expectation for him to carry this weight when he's still trying to reach a certain financial pinnacle or a certain financial. Um, place in his life that could bring an area of discomfort um, and or just some people's experiences so that's why I say it has to be a you have to have that conversation and a person both parties have to be honest Absolutely. with what they're able to bring do to and table. bring to the table Facts. to make it successful yeah Absolutely. I agree um, as it pertains to sex my favorite topic <laughs> right mm. switch gears a little bit <laughs> Because we could talk about that shit legitimately for the rest of the fucking time. Because <laughs> I still got questions. No, I don't. I don't. I get it. Um, but as it pertains to sex, <clears throat> what are... I don't want to say wh- what's the kinkiest thing that you've done because that's such a basic ass fucking question. Very. But what are your limits? Like, what won't you do in the bed? Hmm. You know, I think that relationships bring out different parts of us and experiences and age and time. And there's things that um, I've experienced with my partners that I've enjoyed. And then there's things that I'm just not that I haven't experienced because I either haven't reached that certain level of love or haven't reached that certain level of commitment or just the length of time. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure about what I wouldn't do um, as much as I just know what what has been done and I have been open to those things. Is there anything that has been done that you were not into? You was like, whoa, whoa, nigga. Like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go to showers. You into that? I said anything no, that was done. I never th- done that. You've Would never you done that. No, nah, okay. you know I've had that conversation. I I don't know if it was a joke 
A guy brought it up. Brought it up. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I I know one of the one of the four boyfriends brought it up. I can't recall <laughs> who, but I just know it was like, no, nah, we not. Right. What if he? What if he wanted you to pee on him? <laughs> Yo, in the shower. <laughs> While the water's running. We need to leave the house right now to go find your mind. You lost it. You lost it, my guy. What are you doing? You would piss on your boyfriend if he asked you for it? Oh, man. I think no. I, I, think I, I barely it. like pissing in a cup this? at the doctor. Oh, shit. I'm good at that shit, girl. Not me. They need to make them cups bigger. Listen. It's time for a new All invention. All you got to do is put... <laughs> okay? I was at the... Listen, I was at the doctor... <laughs> And I'm like, yo, I broke that I shit feel down to at any moment, <laughs> this ain't going to go right. Why the cup's so short and small? It's so short it and is. small. It really the fuck I did is. The other day. Got, but you, have, you have a thing what? where you, it's like a straw. You, you have a spout. Like, Still, <laughs> you have a spout. That doesn't mean I have to pee. You know what I mean? I may have to get some water. I may have to go to the water fountain. No, but like no. we. Yes, I can point my shit. You can point the, your shit. Yes, the I aiming can. part is what we're talking about. The mm-hmm. aiming. Like, yeah. totally different. We don't have no control if Papa it's going to come out straight. <laughs> so how do, how do y'all do that though? I put it as close as possible and hope for I the best. I legitimately, so Standing I have- up straight I take or do the, you squat? I take, because I'm a German, for, y'all know. I, I, put, the, you have the squat I don't over put foreign things in my vagina, right? Or on it. So I I wipe it with right. the, wipe the rim <laughs> with um one of those moist towelettes or whatever the case is. Yeah. And I will legitimately place it, it yeah. up there. You have mm. to. And then squat and pee. That makes That's sense. legit. But then here's the thing: you don't know how much you're gonna pee, True. and you can't fucking see the cup. So there was one time I went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Overflow. I have and it fucking overflowed. I got pissed on my fucking hands. Okay, and now shit that's like what, that. you got to be careful. I said, you gotta oh, do a little fuck. bit at a time. I but I was I had to go. So you know when you've been holding your pee or whatever, right. and you pee, and you once you start letting it go, you can't really stop it. Mm. It's because it, you just it's just gone. Mm. It's just going and this shit was just it filled up real quick <laughs> and i was like oh shit fucking puts all over my fucking hands and shit like that but yeah it's shitty because women have to do that and yeah, guys don't That's yeah true. we That's don't true. and then at the same time you gotta squat don't let your cheeks hit the fucking toilet seat and none of that dumb shit it's right. just so much that is a lot. maneuvering that we have to do but since she wasn't able to really give us anything you should ask her what's the kinkiest thing she's done Right? I don't know. Isn't that I, fair? I, it's no? not fair. No. That's a basic, <laughs> How do you feel, Krista? It's a basic question. What yeah, you, it is. Like because the kinkiest thing. thing for her... I'm, I'm it depends what's the kinkiest thing she's done. I mean, what's the kinkiest thing you've done? Mm. The kinkiest thing that I've done... You know, everyone has been very pleased over-pleased, beyond-pleased. Okay. So I think that every experience... <laughs> she ain't gonna answer that. I know, she's it's cute. It's a spin. Wow. She's, she's cute with it. She's, she's doing cute. the Misty Copeland spin she's around cute. this fucking like question. It. She's cute with it. Everybody was happy, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck she really wants to say. We translate each other. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> A.K.A. I'm not answering that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I That's tried, why I didn't want to ask. I tried, people. I knew. <laughs> I knew. Okay. How many dates would you go on before you pay for one? I'm curious. Paid? <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Uh, pay? What's that? I would pay on the first date if, like, let's say I go out with someone and it's their birthday. 
I'm going to pay and treat you. That's this sweet. is his birthday. That's fair. Okay. You know, it's a celebration. Or if we go out and you tell me that, like, you got, it's coincidental that you got, you know, a new deal or this or that. Yeah. And, you know, it's celebratory. That's different. Then I would, you know, so I would only, So once a year, you'll pay for a day. <laughs> no, I would, I would pay. Listen. I'm so good at treating she really people. Is. Uh-huh. I'm so good at taking care of people and taking care of my yep. men and taking care of um, your people. Period. Yeah, I, yep. I'm really, really good at that. Uh, in terms of a date, you know, it's just what are we, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do? I've, I've gone on dates where I've paid the tip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've taken care of the tip. So you took care of the bill. Yeah. I'll, I'll offer and say, hey, I'll take care of the tip. Oftentimes, a person will say, no, I got it, right. but I'll offer it. Uh, now, that I make sure that I do if I go on. I don't go on a whole lot of dates, but I've always made sure that if it's dinner, that I say, oh, I'll take care of the tip. One, because I don't want him to put me in this category that you know uh, he may have of other people. Yeah, it's really a play. Got and it. then two, um, I don't want him to put me in this category. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Um, that's really that's really how it is. So that's I don't know good. if it's a number thing. Yeah. Um, okay. What if what if you went on a first date with a guy and he was like, okay, so we'll take two separate checks. Would mm. you Would you call him again? No, I didn't think so. No. What if it wasn't a date? Well, what if y'all were just? Then we know it's not a date. Then, then the the expectation that you're gonna pay. It's is not always not communicated there. first that you're you're going on a date. Really? When you link up with someone, not all the time. <laughs> what you say, Caprice? I mean, if you offer, you pay. <laughs> if you offer, if you, you pay. But what if she offers? I did it on Tuesday. <laughs> I asked him what I was doing. She did. To dinner, he got. <laughs> she did. She did. But does that mean just because he paid for it, that's a date though? What what would it what would it be? Y'all just hanging out. What's it just that? depends. Depends how long y'all been in contact. You know what I mean? What what all have y'all talked about? What okay. all do y'all know about each other? Sure. Okay. So I a guy had hit me up and um it, we went out to the arcade mm-hmm. and I, loved the arcade. I assumed. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it was a day or if it was us just hanging out. It really didn't matter what you called it, but it's my time. That's right. Yeah. And put your money in the machine, my guy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, it was like not even, I'm literally just, I'm, I'm waiting for him. He didn't I, put his money no, in no, the no, machine? No, 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 he did. He did oh, with, okay. no, with no hesitation. Right. But right. it wasn't even a thought in my head to let me put my money in the machine for us to enjoy our night. No, it yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't be. You showed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I feel like you showed up. You got it. Definitely. <laughs> You showed them you yeah, got it. it. No, I just lately I've been trying to put out there. I think I put it on Instagram, but I haven't spoken on it on here how people need to stop um, using first meetups as a date. You know what I mean? When you barely even know the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, a lot of women go on dates these days just to get a free meal. A yeah. lot of guys go on a one, you know, one, maybe two dates if they get there, you know, just for sex. Yeah. Like, get to know the person first. You know what I mean? Um, even if the traction is already there and shit. Because mm-hmm. I know for the most part, when we meet somebody of the opposite sex, we have their phone number and we're interacting with them a lot. For the most for the most part, it's probably stems from us working with each other or somebody we've known in the past or some shit like that. But we need to start using, throwing dating. We're dating around so loosely because we, 
I don't know. Should we go on dates like it's nothing? Yeah, you and let me mean? yeah. If you want to call it that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the whole meetup thing, and I don't really feel the guy. Even though me, I'm always gonna pay for shit because that's just my personality. That's the thing I find really interesting about you. What's that? <laughs> Is that you will pay? Yeah, I always pay. You will pay. You don't have a problem with it. I, he I come just off doesn't, like but you, he doesn't like you. Advocate like for the, the what I'm hearing is that he doesn't like the expectation the of expectation that it that it is that, that it should, should be that the case. that you should pay yeah. in order for you to be considered, you know, a man or Correct. considered yeah. this or Absolutely. that. Yeah. You want to do it because that's what you want to do. Yeah, I, I was raised that way and so forth. Yeah, but you know, even back to the uh, dating thing, we need to stop throwing that around so loosely. Yeah, you know, you know I mean? I'm gen- genuinely afraid. To be a part of this new society <laughs> I mindset. About to say that, yeah. Like I don't. I'm not a part of any dating apps. Mm. It is for a reason. Like I don't want to. I encourage. I t- I talk to Evie about this. Mm. I talk to all of my friends. Get off of these dating apps mm. because it it we. That's a whole nother story. But I, yeah. I we can go into that if you want. But um, I'm genuine. I'm afraid to get beside of my views. Yep. Because. Um, people are abusing yep. human experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't, I, I want to have, I want to be okay. I'm going to continue to be okay with the idea that a man who is going on a date with me, he's pursuing me or he is taking care of this, our, our encounter. Like, I want to be okay with that. Not because someone has gone on 15 different dates yeah. and someone has made this experience bad. Like, I don't I don't want to ever fall into that. So I try to be kind of cautious about that as, as much yeah. as I should. Much, yeah. much as I can to me. Yeah. There's I, pros to it. Go ahead. I, um, as much as a non-traditionalist I that I am, there's are there are lots of things like little things, not lots, but little things about me that so is traditional. And dating is one of them. Yeah. I like to date. I like to date because I I like the process. Mm. I think that we don't respect the process of the relationship, Fair. the progression of a relationship, even a friendship. We don't respect that anymore. So we expect to. I hear a lot. Results real fast, really quickly from both ends. Women want the Love, results right now. Sex, they want to get married right them now. As soon as right. they see the nigga, they like, oh, I want to have his kids. Yeah. Um. And guys, they want to fuck immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. And granted, I'm okay with the fuck. Right. Right. But. <laughs> But I don't like that it's everything just feels so rushed. And then because it is rushed or because women have, um, you know, or men and men have ulterior motives, it's Mm -hmm. fucking up the process for the rest of us who actually want to date Mm -hmm. and would like to go out, you know, on a series of dates and things like that. And have we both invest financially into this because... I'm not the girl that expects for a guy, if I'm seeing a guy, I don't expect for him to pay every fucking time we go out or whatever right, the right. case is. I I will ask you out on a heartbeat and I will spend my bread. Y'all niggas know that shit. <laughs> <This> <laughs> I'll be true. like, I don't give a fuck. I'll pay for the shit. I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. Right. Um, because I like the experience of the dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that I, I've seen a lot of guys talking about how much money they spend mm. on these dates for them to not yields results and it's like Suckers. it's 
it's not being a sucker it's because sucker. you don't know how much you're going like you don't know what that girl is going to do or what the other person is going to do so you take her out on a date or you take her out on several dates mm. and those several dates cost money yeah and now you're two three four hundred dollars in the hole five hundred six hundred dollars that's why in the those hole. dating apps are so dangerous yeah because it's a cycle now you're repetition. doing it with five different girls but <laughs> if you that's were to him. navigate let's just say we remove the dating apps and if you were to navigate the world just based off energy and just based off human interaction it's a it's different it's different you yeah. know you still can go on multiple dates but not as much you're not gonna ne- go on nearly as many mm. dates with just natural human interaction as you are if you're just swiping, clicking, and connecting. Yeah, Of course. And so if that's your means of communication, guess what? You got to spend bread because that's what you choose to do. You choose to use this outlet Mm -hmm. to meet women. And so you have to pay. That's a part of the exchange when you're trying to date in this technology or this technical space. If you go out, you're going to lower your chances of, or you're going to lower that percentage of all these days that you're going on. Yeah. True. I think people need to learn to start asking the right questions that goes for women and men um when you get some get when, you, when you're getting to know someone on a um a dating app um i've had friends who's been married to their lady for two years and just now finding shit out about them finding out their love language like you know what i mean i asked that like in a regular conversation with my yeah. friends you know what i'm saying yeah. so um i think people need to learn how to talk to each other that's a pretty and not, question What's that? That's a pretty question. What's your love language? Yeah. What's yours? Do you know? No, I know. Access. I, I just heard it. I heard it. Go ahead. What is it? Go ahead. Finish. All right. Um, receiving <laughs> gifts. Right. Spending <laughs> bread. Access of service. Access. Of service. <laughs> Spend on me, my nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Girls with money like niggas to spend money on them. I'm sorry. Girls hey, who work hard for their bread be like, listen, you gonna have to spend this shit. As long shit, as like- you making him feel special and important too, and it doesn't mean you have to spend money on him. Just you know. Listen, my the most consistent compliment. And I had this conversation with an ex, and it made me realize a, a previous conversation. The most consistent compliment that I've gotten from uh, from every boyfriend is, you know, how to make a man feel like a man. Okay. Same. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's not about money when you're the dynamics is really not. Guys about Guys really money. don't care about that. It's just no, like they I don't like think. You ask me what I want for Christmas, whatever. I'm like nothing. I'm yeah. Right. So that. you you you're you may and I don't know, but you may like the time or you may like um the acts of service some someone seeing a need of yours and filling it um you or some fucking bluetooth or something right something it's, i need something right simple right sure what's your love language <clears throat> acts of service is it no i think we talked about quality that time <laughs> that's second words words, of affirmation. words of affirmation oh Absolutely. that's 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 a primary yeah. for, for men that's a big deal. that is a primary for men yeah yeah and lots of men is words of affirmation Absolutely. and quality time yeah if i don't have those i'm checked out yeah i, I would say um words of affirmation and um what what are the five? So what did, let, let's tell the it's words listener. of affirmation, acts of service, qu- um, quality time, receiving receiving gifts, gifts and oh, shit. physical touch. Physical touch. Yeah. So I would say that words of affirmation and physical touch are like the top two for men. for a great deal of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and followed by the other things. I don't know. We a lot of women here. suck at that lately. 
physical too. touch or nah, words, with of the words of affirmation. Yeah, I think because a lot of men, the men before, you know, me or they they kind of ruined that. Yeah, mm. kind of messed that up. Interesting. Mm. Um, mine is acts of service for sure. Okay, for sure. Um, next is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, physical touch, quality time, mm. and then gifts. Because okay. I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, me either. I don't care about that. It, it's yeah. nice. Like, I love getting gifts. Yeah, like, don't true. get me wrong. I'll be like, oh, I was lit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care about that. Yeah. I, I like the service because I am in service to you. Facts. I'm in service to all of my friends. I'm in service to my children. I'm not the most physical person. And I'm really not. I'm Words of affirmation, like, for me are sometimes harsher than uh, like my words <laughs> are sometimes harsher yeah it's not tender i'm not like super tender and cuddly and shit like but that guys need that though what super tender and cuddly no oh because i'm not i'm no, not that the, bitch no the raw shit i'm definitely not gonna coddle it's you honest i'll nah. suck your dick real good but I'm not gonna coddle you. That's fair. I'm not gonna do that's it. A, that's fair. So you just gonna have to take it. Like, I think you'll take it. <laughs> I don't think right. any man would be mad at that. Well, like I could, I could do that. I could right. do that. <laughs> she, she got a nasty mouth, but she got a nasty mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh shit. Okay. Um, what advice would you give women? Um, who are having trouble getting what they require? I hear this from women a lot. I was actually on a phone call with a friend of a friend, who somebody who I've never met before. Mm. Um, and they were like, can you please talk to her? And she's having trouble getting what she requires. I know what I would say, but I love when you get on your bag. So <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell a girl? If, if I came to you and I had trouble getting men or a guy to give me what I require in a relationship, what would would the advice be? What would you require? What would I require? The moon. Or what would what would the per- you what- fucking right? <laughs> Bring it to me, nigga. Like no, <laughs> no. But is that that was what would I require? Like from another person? Yeah, I would. I would ask. You know, I you would, would be ask. curious to yeah. know what do you know. Because sometimes you can have this expectation of what someone wants or you may think, but you really don't Don't know know what it is that you need and what it is that you require. And I think it's so important to be self-filled. Like when I meet someone, I don't need a man to I don't I don't need your love. Like I have already, but I did at one point and because I navigated into this different space of maturity and understanding, my needs have shifted. So what I needed in my 20s are not the same thing that I need in my 30s. Yeah. So I don't need the love from a man because I feel that love. God has filled that love. Like that part is is already complete. I need someone to compliment me. So I think that it's very um, important to really understand what it is that you need. And I challenge women all the time to really make a list about what it is that you need in 
a partner, do you are you looking for someone to fill this empty bucket that you have? If so, you're not going to find it because it's not someone else's responsibility to fill your empty buckets. It's your responsibility to fill your buckets first. And it's someone else's responsibility to compliment you. You need a partner to compliment what you have already done and the work that you've already done and the the space that you've already filled. You need someone to compliment that. You don't need someone to fill it. Yes. You know, he who feels can also take away. Mm -hmm. And I stand firm on that. And so when I meet women who, you know, they have a desire of this man that they want, this dream guy, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a dream. The reality is you might not be that match because you yourself is not that for him. Yes. And so it, it's it's important. He loves shit like that. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do because you, you you be um, yeah you be proving my. Go ahead. You be speaking for me. You, you know it, it's it's reflection. Yeah. You know, are you a reflection of the person that you that you desire to be with? And if so, you have every right to want what it is that you're you're thinking in your head. But if you aren't, uh you're going to find challenges. Yep. You know, it's like the girl, it's, it's like the real pretty stripper who meets the baller. There's mm. a reason why those relationships don't last. Mm. You know, injecting sperm into a body is not a hard activity. It's not. But committing for the long term to someone is even more challenging. Yeah, and there's yeah. a reason why Cam Newton is not married to the mm-hmm. woman that he that he mm. how many mm. kids they got they have three beautiful kids three I four thought they or was five married. i don't this know this whole time i thought they was married they so married. i don't know their situation I and mean, i hate but, to use them as an example yeah. but you know the reflection wasn't the same yes and unfortunately that's just an example but that's also a that that's all that repeats itself in reality with a lot of people regular normal average everyday individuals and also people who have a certain status yeah that's a really uh great fucking answer (laughs) absolutely um so we actually have run out of time (laughs) unfortunately i feel like i could i could have sat here and asked you 10 million more questions, but I have access to you. So <laughs> sorry, guys, you don't. <laughs> Trust me. I'll be like, oh, my God. Every second I'm like, fuck, I got to ask her this question. And when you when you have um, I'm going to be brief, but when you have someone who's um, business minded um, or an expert in their field as a family member or a close friend or whatever, you really, if you're a good person, you don't want to utilize their services that they charge people for. But I swear to God, I call Crystal and I'll have a thing with this podcast or business or ideas or whatever. And she just, oh, well, this is, this is, this is, this is. And it's like magic. Mm. It's like watching magic. Like, She'd be like, oh, yeah, well, this is what you should do. And then that that's what this means. And this is how that goes. And it's like, oh, I feel like a fucking idiot. But thanks. <laughs> because now I know. And it's, and I've, I've even apologized. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be that girl that knows what type of a gem I have in a, in a, in a close 
friend. Mm. And Crystal and I have not even known each other for that long, but nobody would, you wouldn't think that. And I'm not even going to go into that because it's it's not important. What's right, important right. is she's my sister. And I'd be like, damn, I got another fucking question. <laughs> I got another fucking question. But then on, on the other end, with the witchy shit, mm -hmm. she's like, sister, I have a question. I have a question. It's like, so it's very, I want people to, to understand though, when you have a, um, a person in your corner or someone that is um, an expert in their field, you, your assignment is not to suck the life out of them. Mm. It's not to, to drain them. So I'm glad that you came on the podcast. Um, I'm very, very, very proud of you. Thank you. Um, you are fucking killing it. And I think that the entire world is going to be shifted by you. I'm almost positive that what you're doing is going to shift the world. You just have to stay on it and stay focused. And stop looking for a man because... It's not, he's not coming right now. <laughs> and he's also white. So, <laughs> so stupid. I've been yeah. telling her this from for forever. Oh, that yeah. her, her forever man is white and she doesn't believe it. Mm. Um, it's not that I don't believe it. <laughs> because my ex-fiance was... I've never dated an American white. Okay. But I have been with men who have been of other origins. Mm -hmm. However... <laughs> she want to marry a black she man. Prefer. I would love to marry a man like my father, yeah. right? That looks like him, that's in his tone, in his skin. Yeah. Um, but it's always been more important how I'm treated. Yeah, and I know when people read this, listen to this podcast, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I gotta have money. Yeah. You gotta have bread. You gotta give gifts. Like, yep, no, like, and that is that's not it. Yep, don't that's, be broke. No. That's no, that's not. Wait, just let me say this really quick before we wrap up. Hey, act your pay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I people, people need to act their act your too. pay. Ooh. I was attracted to a guy who did not have money. I mean, he had no, he didn't have. Child, that's the story of my life. He didn't have any money. I have three really. kids by but you one. Was attracted, though. I was attracted to attractive. him physically. <laughs> okay, attraction. And that's I nothing. realized that was the dumbest, dumb, dumbest point of my life. Would it you was, it was them? so short. Oh, y'all were together. Um, no, we were. I mean, it was. I just was attracted to him. Yeah. yeah. But I realized that out of all the men that I've ever ever dated and ever been around the guy who had the least was the most um what do you call unappreciative yes mm. he I've was the, the most unappreciative before. okay and, i have seen it too it's so, so true it taught me to not go beside what i what 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 i what i know that i need and want yeah. um because when i did try to uh, you know look the other other way it was just like no there's there's a reason why i saw women like that gotta go off the person's character because i know a woman who feels the opposite because she's dated guys who's just had it and the guy who didn't have it he was the one to set up you know, little picnic dates and different other shit like that. He, he would do whatever he could. You know, I love yeah. You know what I mean? The gifted with shit. Mm. But the guys who did really have it, they, you know, did the opposite. Yeah. So I think... Um, the pursuing part is... is The pursuing part is... is check out that person's that. spirit, man. The energy. That's that's, that's that's what's most most important. Yeah. For sure. And if he has a vision, you know what I mean? Like I say, the woman... Y'all the steering wheel. Y'all to help him probably see his vision through and shit. You know, he may not know how to... A man with Get vision needs a woman with direction. There you go. Talking. 
I've been come on now. Okay, we yeah. don't have. To, we ain't got time because <laughs> I ain't going into that shit again. <laughs> Y'all already know how the fuck I feel about that. I Man, ain't doing you. it. Nobody's saying be with somebody who's broke. It ain't about that. You okay. Know? Well, on this episode, we mm-hmm. are done. So <laughs> now, Crystal, um, thanks again for coming here. Thank you. And yeah. um, I told you I was gonna pick your brain, but I also know where lies not to cross. So we. <laughs> He's not gonna do that. Your reader's gonna be like, uh, nothing juicy. <laughs> no, I actually really think they're gonna love I mean this. Business. I think they're gonna love this. You dropped a lot of gems. You really man. dropped a lot of not gems. Not for just women, for guys. L- yeah, too, for, for sure. real. Um, so go ahead, plug your um, what's coming up next for you, plug your social media, yes. everything. Okay, so if you are online, which most of you are, follow me on Instagram at Miss Business. And if you're on Twitter, I just got on Twitter, mm-hmm. so follow me at Miss Business. Everything is at Miss Business, and um, Entrepreneur B School will drop soon. So if you follow me on either of those two accounts, you can stay updated on the different things that I have coming out this year. Dope. And is is that M I Z Z or M I S S? Spelled just like it should be spelled. M I S S. She better than not. Business. I put no motherfucking Z's in that shit. I just wanted to make shit. it clear for everybody <laughs> else who's listening. That's all. I would have definitely been like, if you don't change that motherfucking, <laughs> I hate when people do that. I've, it drives me bananas. How old are you? Fifteen? Hey, the fuck? This isn't MySpace. Took, like somebody might have stole it already. Nah, then so put a fucking under score or <laughs> right, period right. or dash in the right. bitch or number, number. miss yeah. business one <laughs> i log my trademark down thank mm. you very much nice. um you guys can I almost forgot what the fuck the outro shit was <laughs> oh i feel you oh gosh um you guys as always can go follow first of all i want to say thanks for fucking with the podcast yeah like we are really fucking growing in numbers it's incredible mm-hmm. it's fucking incredible this time um last year we weren't doing the podcast we were talking about it but um in the year 2020 we've we've reached half of our listenership in the whole 2019 and we're only in the third month that's heavy so i'm so fucking just proud of the show but i'm grateful as fuck for our adults out there who listen, who share, who fucking review, Absolutely. who read, who comment, who every week you listen and you send us messages and you share our shit. Thank you so fucking much. Um, the merch is coming. Yeah. Um, we took the pictures today, so it'll be up soon. We're going to do pre-orders. Um, mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and take advantage of the pre-order sale. We'll talk about it on the next um, episode or maybe a bonus episode. I don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're just winging it. <laughs> and also, this time last Last year, this was the first time that we all got up together. Yeah, you and Will. Yep. We got up in March. We met up in Noda at Sabor. Yep. Sabor Latin Girl. It was the first time I'd wow. seen Will. It's first time I'd met him. I was in the the place and I didn't even know that that was him. Yeah. He was there and I was there, but I didn't know it was him. So I was like, I'm just fucking order my food, <laughs> sit my black ass down, wait for Ali. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been a year since we've been talking about the podcast. Right. Um. But June, we got some big plans coming. That's our one year anniversary. Absolutely. Very excited for that. But I just wanted to really tell you guys as much as we possibly can, thank you for fucking with it. Because-
because we would have never imagined. I kind of imagined, but I'm also a witch and I can see things. So. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go follow us at uh, WAAH Podcast. That's Wild Podcast. Shout out to Crane underscore Illustrations Already. for our fucking illustrated logo. Yes, sir. He killed that shit. <laughs> it looks like the both of us. Um, and his turnaround time was 24 fucking hours. So if you want some damn illustrations, tell him we sent you so he can give us a discount on our next picture. He actually hooked us up with this one. Yeah, he did. He slayed it. And so I want to go back to him. I'm going to get some portraits of my kids done or whatever. So mm. y'all make sure you mention our name so I get a discount. And I'll be like, I sent you all this work. You going to give me 50% off? Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> follow us at WAAH Podcast on everything, Instagram um, and Twitter. Um, also, we're all adults here on Facebook. Go like the page review. Um, still waiting for that 500 follower. Um, I guess you guys, actually, it's going <laughs> up. It's probably how many Is followers it? we're at now? Maybe. 450 I think we were at 449 before okay okay um let me check real quick so y'all can get that free deal I mean that free meal excuse me it's at 449 449 yeah so 51 more Mm -hmm. whoever that 500th is I'm taking you out and I'm not a cheap bitch okay I like to eat good fucking food and do real dope shit and if you look good I might not Uh, bust this pussy over there you go finish it off Finish it off. <laughs> Not going to do it. And then you guys can go. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, you guys can go follow me at Ebby the Stacked on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and give them your socials. Um, Whiskey Lee underscore. That's where you can find me. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you for coming, Crystal. Thank you for having me. And uh, we're out of here. All right. Be good. Bye.